Maybe I'll try this one. Hey y'all, hey, welcome to the Unangry Black Woman Podcast, where we have real conversations on real topics with real people. I am your host, your healing coach, Tiffany Fox. Our guest today is the one, the only, the incomparable unicorn chick, Kay Slade, my bestie, Kayla Slade. Welcome, boo. Hey, boo, hey. Oh my gosh, I got you on the show. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad to be here. Like, for real, this is like so dope. This I'm is loving dope. this. Yeah. Yes. This is us. So we went from what Wild Wednesdays at Glow <laughs> to <laughs> so we've been doing the live thing for a minute, right? Yes, and we yes. finally we finally made it to the podcast. I love it, absolutely. So go ahead, introduce That's yourself. Tell the people who you are, what you do, how you do it. Well, well, well. I am Kayla Slade. I am the unicorn chick, model, entrepreneur. <laughs> Whatever you want, I got it. Yes. Tell me what you need, I got you. Yes. <laughs> My girl. <laughs> um, hairstylist. Um, just, you know, somebody for the people. Tell me what you need, I got you. And she do. She got me. <laughs> she got me because I don't do nothing. I don't put it together. I don't <laughs> brush it on. I don't, she she got me, y'all. So that's uh I think Kayla has been doing my hair. She's the only one that has done my hair since I've been in North Carolina. Wow. That's wow. A long time. That's a long time. That's a long, long time. time. Long, Nobody long time. touches my hair. So when she on vacation and she go out, we have to figure it out. <laughs> nobody's touching my hair. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm excited to have you here. And, and if you know us, right, if you know us in real life, you know we speak a, a secret language. Absolutely. So we, we go try <laughs> to speak regular today. No code so that people can understand. Can't make it, no promises. <laughs> but it's a vibe, y'all. It's a whole vibe when we get together. But there are so many things we talk about in real life and so many um, areas we touch on. I just wanted to, you know, give the people a little bit of what we talk about okay. on a day-to-day basis. I don't know if people ready for that. I don't know if they ready yet. <laughs> so we are we are having organic conversations. This is not, you know, we haven't rehearsed or anything like that. But I do ask my guests, is any topic off limits? And so she told me no. No, like you're my BFF. So, I mean, you know, we're pinky and the brain. That's it. So, so we going there. We going. Let's go. Okay. All right, let's go. So uh, let's talk about friendship. Okay, let's go. Let's start there. Let's talk about friendship. You and I have been friends for since 2009. Yes, a long time. You know what? Yeah. I didn't even realize it was that long. Yes. Till I was doing something the other day, and I was like. Exactly. What? Exactly. Girl. And I think, if we're honest, neither one of us was taking applications for new friends. No, we were not. <laughs> like. <laughs> How it started, you know, acquaintances at church. Yes. Um, and Tiff was going to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. For the first time. And she was going to meet somebody. And so she's preparing to go, making, you know, preparations and everything. And she asked me, this one person who said, oh, I'll go with you, you know. And she said, do you think I should go with them? I was like, 
yeah, it was me. No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't go with them. But I'll go with you. Mind you, our conversation had pretty much just been, hey, how you doing? Um, I was um, over the dance ministry. And so pretty much that's all we had really been talking about was like what Tashara needed, (laughs) when was practice. (laughs) That was it. That was the extent of our conversation. And I was like, oh, I'll go with you. And baby. Baby. Wait a minute. Yes, they say in the end, oh, baby. It's been on. Like you would think that we've been knowing each other our whole lives. We came back, the contract was signed, the friendship <laughs> contract. And, and let me tell you where I was in, in, in that in that time of my life. I had just broken up, long-time relationship. Like, finally, like, this is the breakup. Like, this is it. I'm never going back. So I was, like, reinventing myself, yes. right? Didn't even think about no New Orleans. Didn't know anything about it. And it was essence. Yes. So I was like, okay, I'm going. And then, like Kayla said, you know, um, our daughters, our kids went to school together, so the kids were friends. Um, and then we all went to church together, and the kids were in the dance ministry. And so, you know, I would just wait for Tashara to be finished. And, um, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I had my laptop, and I was like, hey, do you think? And then she was like, I'll go. Boom. We tickets that day. And the crazy part was, I think we waited, I think it was like a week <laughs> before like an <laughs> Essence. And we got all of our tickets. That was Beyonce was the headliner. Yes. And we got a hotel right off Bourbon Street. Or mm-hmm. was, yeah, Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like a match <laughs> made in heaven. Then we um, we almost missed our flight. <laughs> Shopping. <laughs> Shopping for shoes. Almost missed our flight. We had to leave from Greensboro to Charlotte. Yes. And, yeah, it was a straight flight. No, no um, stops. And we got there. We was like, ah. Yes. And it was like the bomb. I think we didn't get get back to our hotel every night till like six or seven. Didn't yeah yeah we slept during the day. Yes, (laughs) yes. So that's how it started. And so, like I said, we were not. um, Now, where were you with friendships at that time? I was in a very strange place because um, I was really coming out of what I thought was like a really good friendship. And, um, so it was just kind of like, I was, I was by myself. Like I was losing everything at that moment. And I was just kind of like getting back to kind of like, okay. Like I started going out to eat by myself, mm. movies by myself, doing everything by myself. Like, okay, this is what life is going to be like. I got to figure it out. And right. if I got to be by myself, that's what I'm going to be. And so... This just turned out to be like match made in yeah. heaven and never look back. Right, right. And and the friendship, our dining, who we are, we're so different, but we're so similar. She is what I call a squiggle, <laughs> right? She just go with the flow, the wind, whatever. I feel like going to New York today. We're going to New York today. And so I'm, I'm very rigid and very black and white and very strategic. And so my life was very strategic. I remember Sundays was about cleaning the house, hair, you know, uh, getting Tashara's clothes ready for the week. And then Kayla said, oh, why don't we go out to eat on Sundays? <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> we can we can do that. And so that friendship turned into family. So our families yes. were intertwined. Um, you know, my family accepted her, her family accepted me. And it was just like, she family. Yes. And so... 
since 2009, we have been through everything. Everything. Everything, right? And so um, I look back and I'm like, I, I wasn't accepting no applications for no friends. <laughs> um, I look back now and my accepting applications, you know, for friends. So let's stick on friendship because I think, um, you know, some people say if you find one or two people mm-hmm. that are lifelong friends mm-hmm. or can be in friendship with you, you are truly blessed. What is friendship to you? So I think for a long time I I wasn't sure what friendship was. I think I had people in my life that I thought were friends, um, but I've come to understand that friendship can be a a lot of things. Mm -hmm. The relationship that you and I have, I I think we kind of like surpass friendship. We're like sisters, like Mm -hmm. Um, but, and then I have people that I might not talk to them for a year, but we can pick up and carry on. Like we never skipped a beat, like nothing ever changed. So I think, um, friendship changes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, seasons change, things in your life change. Um, but ultimately I just think friendship is knowing that you have somebody that you can count on who will love you and allow you to be yourself unapologetically. Mm, I love that. I love that. And never judge you. Because, boo, you could have judged me for a whole life. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, so for me, friendship, I, I, I like how you said it, it's different. I think it's levels and layers. Yeah. I think uh, my 2009 friendship was like, oh, we riding, we dying, we bad boys for life, right? right? And so I now know at 42, there's levels Mm -hmm. to friendship. It's almost like an onion. Mm -hmm. And so there are seasons when you have that inner onion, that that circle, and then people kind of Mm -hmm. fade out, and then they can come back in. But for me, I think uh, friendship, well, I think there's three type of people in your life, right? So let's talk about the levels of people first. So I think there is a top-tier level, and their job is to just pour into you, mm-hmm. right? Their sole job, you don't even have to pour up. They are there to pour into you. I think that peer level is the homie level, what we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? And then I think it's the level below that you are to pour into. They can't pour into you, you pour into them. Mm-hmm. So I think there's three levels. So we're talking about that middle level, I think for me at 42, it has to be mutual. Oh, yeah. I, so for a long time, I've had one-sided relationships. Mm. And I was okay with that for a long time because I thought that that's how it was supposed to be. Or I made excuses for people. Oh, they can't show it for me because X, Y, Z. Or they can't do this because X, Y, Z. And I'm like, you know, yeah. if we're going to be in this thing, it has to be mutual. Mm-hmm. You have to be there for me like I have to be there for you. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about trust. So within a friendship, that has to be, like, pretty much number one. Because if I don't trust you, then I can't. That, That changes the dynamics. That definitely alters, and we definitely are in some... I don't know, some spaces, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. um, 
yeah, I got to be able to trust you. Because if I can't trust you, what are we friends for? I mean, So do like, you trust all your friends? Sorry, friends. I will say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, over the years and learning who they are, I know what I can trust them with. Okay. I like that. So I have friends that I can talk to about this, that, and then I have friends that I can talk to about, <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. So I know, I, like I know who to talk to about what. On what level? And I think for me, I, I agree. I, th- I think certain people can handle certain things. But I think I trust people to be people. Oh, yeah. Right? So nothing surprises me. Now, let's be real. Like, if we start being friends tomorrow and I see you on Facebook Live telling all my business, I would I, be shocked. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I would be like, you, like, I would, I would be. Yeah. So there are some elements of surprise. But I've seen ugly breakups in friendships. And, you know, that's, like, so sad. Like, I, And I think for me, and I know you're going to talk about when I tried to break up with you. I know you are. <laughs> I, see, I didn't even say that, no, y'all. Yeah, dude, she, she tried to say hello. She tried to break up with me, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but the hardest part of that, in that, even, when, even with that, I was what, like, don't take the shower from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, when you intertwine your family and you start, yeah. you know, things like that, yeah. like, those things make a huge difference. And um, I noticed in the breakup in the friendship before, I didn't, like, people attempted to still be there mm. for my kids. Mm-hmm. But... I don't don't play with my kids. Absolutely. I agree. So don't try to use my kids. You know what I yeah, mean? Like if yeah. you're sincerely still gonna be there for them, cool. But yeah, but you're right. I've seen some ugly stuff. Some ugly stuff. And I don't even gotta be that ugly. But um let's talk about um loyalty. <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that look like within a friendship? Or, or I mean, these current okay. relationships are there. Is that something that so, still exists? Okay, so the today, Kayla. Okay, loyalty is being there for me, standing by me, but also making me be accountable mm-hmm. and holding me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. See, before I just felt like loyalty was <laughs> you, my friend. Can we cut? You can cut. Okay. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're my friend, and, like, whatever my shit is, is you know, yeah. you, you, you just supposed to. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you, that's how it's supposed to be. But Kayla today realizes that that's not how that works. Right. You need to be able to call me on my stuff Absolutely. and, you know, get me to do. So, to me, that's loyal. That's when you truly being loyal. When somebody's just ride or die and never corrects you and never, you know, holds you accountable, is that really loyal? Absolutely. Is that really like you know? Or are you just because when it falls down, then it's over. Right. Right. Yeah. 
I, and I agree too. My loyalty is one of my, um, I guess, most important traits, mm-hmm. values, I should say. And so for me, it is. It is. It is unconditional love. Mm-hmm. It's unconditional support, but it's unconditional accountability. Mm-hmm. Like we got to make each other better. Right. The other part is, I'm gonna hold your secret. So even right. when you, um, and that's the other type of loyalty that that is rare. Right. You know, if we were to ever fall out, I'm going to hold your secret. Yeah, absolutely. You, you cuss me out, you do whatever, um, because that's how, how loyal, you know, I am. And I think these current relationships, they lack that two-way. They lack the mm-hmm. mutual um, respect. They, they lack the mutual support. It's very one-sided, and I think there's no loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the convenience. Yeah. Or or that this is the season. Now, I do believe friendships have seasons. Yes. I think everything has an expiration date. So I do think friendships have seasons. But in that season, are we getting to experience everything that we're supposed to experience? Right. Or are we leaning to each other because we got trauma bonds? Mm-hmm. We're going through the same thing. We single moms. So is it just conditions mm-hmm. that make us friends? Or is it true connection? Is it true, right. That, that make us friends. And I see a lot of people. And as a hairstylist, you talk to women are a lot of women experiencing true friendships or you know what the craziest thing to me is I get so many women who say I don't have any friends mm. now for me it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that right I can't think of a time in my life like I said when you and I met I was in a transition but I can never think of a time in my life when I didn't have friends yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what that is. Like, when you say you don't have friends, what do you mean? And people are like, well, I don't have friends. I don't have anybody to go anywhere with. I don't have anybody to do this with or, you know. And as we're doing things, you know, getting together as a family and we going on vacations and we, you know, go all out for each other, you know, to do stuff, to celebrate one another or Something is wrong, you know, you there. They're like, yeah, I don't have that. Now that, I think, is more normal than having the celebration. Okay. I think a lot of people don't have, or a lot of women don't have um, a, a tribe okay. or, or a community. You know, I'm talking about the tribe that you just had the baby. They're coming over, cleaning your house, letting you get yeah. a nap. I'm talking about the tribe that is going to help you pick up the kids from school. You know, not just the fun stuff, not just the girls' trip tribe, right. but, you know, um, I got this going on. Or my mental health ain't, I, I can't get out the bed. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women do lack that tribe. Um, I think that even for me, the roughest times that I've been through in my life, it has only been one or two people there. Okay. But when the chips is up, everybody's there. Right. So I, I can believe them saying they don't have true friends. And on, on, on my end with my clients, I'll ask them, do they have friends? And they say, yeah. And it's funny because in our Facebook community, I put, a, I put a question up and it says, do you have somebody you can tell the really hard stuff to? Everyone said no. But they have friends. Yeah, so, I and like I said, I guess, you know, for me, that that's just difficult because I've never experienced that. Even if in the meantime or the moment 
you know, our friendship, you know, fades yeah. or whatever. In that time, <coughs> we was tight. Right. Like, that right. was what right. it was. Right. So I, I don't know what that is. And, and so I do. But then I look at it and I say, do you show yourself friendly? Mm. How do you show yourself? Because then it's always women can't get along. All we do is compete and argue and go back and forth. And, you know, so it's like that's that's the number one reason. I'm like, well, why don't you have friends? Because all these women be tripping and everybody got an attitude and everybody want to compete with me and I, and, and I can't trust nobody and I ain't going to have nobody around my man. And I'm just like, ooh, you – healed <laughs> let's, let's stay there that was like let's stay there because again um the podcast is all about unveiling myths and right. stereotypes and showing things from a healed and whole perspective and highlighting the the black woman and the black experience so let's talk about um us not getting along yes let's talk about um the mistrust the side eye mm-hmm. so so you say a lot of that comes from how you show up as a woman in those friendships no, not that part. I okay. say, um, I think a lot of people or a lot of women base it off of, like, previous mm-hmm. relationships. So I think they take everything into each new friendship, into each new experience, and they are standoffish, side-eyeing, waiting for the shoe to drop, you know, so it's like, I knew, I knew she was, I couldn't trust her, I knew, you know, and I think that's what a lot of women are experiencing and that they're dealing with, and so nobody's, I don't think a lot of women, a lot of the women, I'm not going to say everybody, because that's not the case for everybody, right? but I do think a lot of the women that are saying that they don't have friends, they are not healed. Mm. They're carrying a lot of baggage, a lot of stuff with them. So it prevents them from being fully who they are, one. And two, open to receiving or accepting somebody in because they constantly looking and side-eyeing and waiting for you to do something or just, you know, like they, they're not able to just freely just be like, this is who I am, right. and I don't want nothing from you. All I'm asking for, you know, is that you just – be honest and open with me and that we share what we got. But everybody is like guarded. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from, like you said, um, old baggage. I think it comes from a lot of mommy wounds. Yes. Um, it comes from um, betrayal mm-hmm. and, and things that we haven't, we haven't flushed out. But I think it comes from us not being able to verbalize what we need in a friendship. And so I think that that's very important in any relationship. We think, oh, when you get into an interpersonal relationship or it's time to get into relationship, relationship, that's when you, no, I need to tell my friend what I need, and I need to tell my friend what I need in this season. Right. And I think there's a lot of unspoken expectations. Yes. Right? But everybody don't think the same. So some people think, oh, it's a golden rule that if your girl 
mess with him, you don't mess with him. Right. Well, some people be like, 10 years removed. That was 10 years ago. <laughs> that was Y'all was in seventh grade. <laughs> you married. I'm single. When he checking for me. So what's, what's right. the expectation? Right. And so I think we have this rule book and playbook in our head about friendships and how they move. Right. And we think the other person. And that's why I said when we left, New Orleans, the contract was, was signed, signed. <laughs> <laughs> because we had kind of talked about, we didn't go in depth, but we kind of knew where each other was and, right. and what we needed. And I think we check in and have those conversations too. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we check each other, but we know how to handle each other. Right. And so real talk, you know, just cause it's me, I, <laughs> I told her <laughs> I had this brilliant idea today. Um, and so, <laughs> so she handled it. <laughs> it wasn't brilliant to her, but she didn't say, yo, that's not brilliant. That's stupid. Right. She was like, oh, tell me more, you know, <laughs> but I <laughs> tell me more because she knows how to handle my crazy. Right. She knows how to handle my dreaming. Right. She knows. How, and it's not you stupid. That's crazy. No. She knows how to handle me. And I think in friendships and relationships, we got to get to the point where, yeah, I'm holding you accountable and I'm loving on you unconditionally, but I know how to handle you with care. Right. And I know, well, Kayla can't hear this right now, so I'm going to wait till we circle the block. Maybe another good day <laughs> and we go talk about it, right? So, But I got to know that timing. Right. And I got to know where my friend is right. to be, for her to be able to receive. But I think a lot of us have those unspoken expectations, you know, that this is girl code. But is it? You're right. And I, I, I truly agree with that. And being around you, I learned about the unspoken expectations because based on how I grew up, what took place with me, past relationships, friendships, whatever, I built up what I thought. So, like, even in that, when you ask me, what do you think a friend is? That's a perfect example of, like, when you, somebody new or y'all kind of like you know vibing chilling and you're like okay wait a minute I need to ask like what do you think friendship is so that I have an understanding absolutely because if not what I think it is and what you think it is could be two different things and based on that we looking crazy when something happened because my expectation is for you to respond this way and your expectation is, why would I? Right, right. <laughs> you know? Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, even down to I've, I've had relationships where I've had to tell friends that their man was cheating. Yeah, see, that's rough. <laughs> right? And so I've always been <laughs> the one. I'm not going to see your man out and run in the corner and call you. Girl, get down here right now. He with. No, because it can be room for misinterpretation. That could be a sister, his cousin. I don't know, you right. know. No, I'm going up to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be clear. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And so I've done that, and I've always done that in um, previous friendships. And so I'm stepping to your man like, hey, yo, who that? How you doing? I'm Tiffany. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. who are you? You know. Um, and so I wanted to be that your man is running back telling you before I Right. Tell you. And that's been the case. And I've had friends, you know, and, and my goal in that is you you always do what you want to do. I've never said, oh, I'm telling you because I want you to break up. No, right. you have to make the decision. But as your friend, I'm not going to sit here and let somebody play in your face. Right. And so because um, I wouldn't want you to, to do that to me. But there have friends 
there have been friends. Don't tell me anything. Right. So I've, I, I've personally never experienced having to tell somebody okay. that their man is cheating. Now, like, she might have told me some stuff. I might have been like, he did what? He said what? Yeah. And you can't? And what? Uh-uh, he with somebody else. <laughs> like, that's not, <laughs> you know, like. Red can, flag, flag on flag. Like, yeah, you know, like, in those type, type of situations. Um, but I think, for me, I would probably be the same way in reference to, like, I might not cause a whole bunch of scene or nothing like that, but I'm causing. he going to see me. Yeah. See him, see so, you. See right, him. so I can be like, hey, what's up? You know, like, so quickly he can be like, and I'm going to know when I talk to you if he said something. Right. Because if he don't say that he saw me, then that's for me to be like, listen, I saw your man. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Yeah. And at, so, I, I, so I have to ask that conversation. I mean, ask oh, that yeah. question. If we said, going down said road, what? What's your expectation? I got friends. For that? Don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know. Okay. Yes, but that's how deep I gotta ask questions. But you're right though, because I'm like I've seen a lot of friendships. Yeah. Fall out. Yeah. Over a man. Yeah. Or I had a friend that say, "Hey, my man said I couldn't be your friend no more." Why? Because I told you was because I caught him cheating. Yeah. Okay, cool. Got you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the conversations that I feel like, you know, we need to have as we grow into friendship. One of the biggest, um, who showed me who my friends were, one of the biggest situations was my mom passing. Right? And so my husband tells me all the time that I, I use, and I'd be like, me? Use the word friend loosely. And so I think if there is some type of connection, then we're friends. You somewhere on my onion. Right. Because... Like, we, you know what I'm saying, connected. But when my mom died, that was one of the worst times in my life. And I had never been through that before. I've been through death, but I've never had to experience it like that. Mm -hmm. And it just, I was ready for the emotions because what I do, I know the stages of grief. I know the mental health. I wasn't ready for the mind fog. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for the chunk that it took out of me. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when I looked up, it wasn't too many people around. Condolences, texts, I ain't talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about around. Yeah, like to call you to see if you're okay. Did you eat today? Did you eat? Did you? Did you eat? Because see, the thing I know about you is you're going to work. Mm-hmm. I you're gonna, ma'am. You, you're going <laughs> to pour yourself in to work, and you're just going to go, 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 and keep going. And you're going to um, go in the room and close the door, and we're not going to know anything going on behind that door until you open the door, and then you're going to be like, girl, while I was in there, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. that was the got to make sure that you eat. You know, like, what are you doing? And you had a lot going on with that, too. Yeah. Like, there were so many different things that happened. It's funny how death Oof. can bring so many things mm-hmm. out of people. Foolishness. Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> like, Audacity. <laughs> like. The stuff that should be like. For what? You? Really? Yeah. Why? Okay. But, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So I can understand that. And yeah. I was like, okay, <clears throat> no love lost. No, no, I remember you wasn't there, but I know who was there, mm-hmm. right? And so, like I said, in, in the, the grief and the real um, revelation of everything hits after the funeral. Mm-hmm. And that's when the phone calls stop, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm like, wow, you know, to be this vulnerable with mm-hmm. these people, I counted all joy. It's a blessing. But I knew that I can only be vulnerable with those people, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so um, when, when your dad passed, it was like, okay, what I got to do? I don't want her to think. I don't want her. She just need to feel, right, what, what I need to do. And so that vulnerability, again, clicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not with everybody. No. Yeah. And then, too, I learned, too, with, with those situations, um, when we talk about, you know, how sometimes you get the example on, like, a, you know, 10-gallon or one-quart, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I learned, too, like you said, no love lost. But I learned, too, that some people just don't have the capacity to do certain things or can't be, you know, um, yeah. Like yeah. that those those situations you learn who can be there for you and who can't and I think some people I think sometimes people get caught up with, well, I don't know what to do or I don't know what to say. And I'm like, sometimes you don't have to do or say anything. Just be just be there. Mm-hmm. Just, just be. let me just call and if I just need to come over there and sit if you need some water, then you'll say, can you give me a glass right, of water? Right. If my mind is just not right. like, do I need to ask her if she needs some water? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, but if I'm there, yeah, then, you know, you can ask. But if I'm not there because I feel like, I don't know, or I think some people are just, I don't know why people, when, when, when bad stuff or sad stuff happens, people be like, oh, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do. And I'm like, life is still li- like. Right. She was still the same person she was yeah, yesterday. Like, <laughs> she just going through something. She just going through something. So why not be there? But I think some people just don't have the capacity to do it. I agree. After that, for me though, um, what it made me realize uh, was that the new the new Tiffany, right, mm-hmm. needed two sided relationships more now than ever. Right. And so I gave out some pink slips. Hey, and so I had to have some conversations with people. Yeah. Because this is what I need. You know, let me apologize because I've never required of, required these things from you before. Mm-hmm. But this is who I am now. This is this is me grieving. This is what I need. Are you still down? Right. Right? And some people, they couldn't. And I was cool. And some people was like, I got to work on that. You know, um, and so, and some people just rose to the occasion. So for me, it was really um, important for me to tell people what I needed because I no longer had the capacity to entertain the one-sided. You can't just dump on me all the time and right. I not be able to dump back. Right. I don't have it anymore. Right. So I got to lean on the deposits that I made in our friendship so I can withdraw from right. some of that too. And if I can't, cool then I need to move you down to that tier where when I have the overflow, I can pour. Right. Since I'm just the one pouring, but I can't 
you know. Right. And so it just had to have some tough, some tough conversations. And I think a lot of women, um, one, don't know what we need. Two, um, don't know how to verbalize what we need. Right. And then three, I don't think we um, connect to the right people. I think we connect to people for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I think. Oh, we got a question from production. What's up, production? <laughs> um, do you think that um, you, people confuse friendships with history and don't let go of friendships because of history? So, production said, do people, let me make sure, is it women or people? Just people. Do people. I mean, I can speak from, 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 from women, but I'm just asking. Do people. Confuse confuse friendship with history, history, and stay in bad friendships because of history. I think so. I think yes. that's that was my issue. Yeah, I definitely think that's a thing. Um, I, yeah, I think because in eighty one we, you know, what I'm saying we did this yeah. in eighty one and we was here and we did that. I yeah, I definitely and that that is the the blessing and the curse of my value for loyalty mm-hmm. because I think because we went through this in this season mm-hmm. back in eighty one. That we for life. That we for life. And that was just for 81. And I'm going to hold your secrets from 81 because that's, that's the loyalty. Mm-hmm. But this friendship isn't serving me anymore. Right. I think that, yeah, absolutely. History and fear. Mm. To, because it's hard to meet somebody new. Them get to know you, you get to know them, share my secret. Like, if I really tell you, if I, if I really <laughs> tell you. Right, right. Are you still going to be there? Are you going to be my friend? Are you going to run away? Are you going to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so I think moving in, yeah, people hang on to relationships because of the history. Because, all right. This friendship is not serving me. It's right. not good for me. It's what, but they already know my crazy, and I know they crazy, and so. Yeah, I I, I love that that fear, um, and so I think with anything we stay in toxicity or we stay with mm-hmm. things that no longer serve us because it's familiar, mm-hmm. and I think friendships is no different. But I, I love what you said before. Like we have to show ourselves friendly. Like if if I want true. And I want to experience mm-hmm. that type of friendship, then I got to be vulnerable to mm-hmm. experience that type of friendship. And so, if I'm good with my story and I'm good with my secret, it ain't about you being good, right? 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 So if I'm like, "Yo, this happened to me," you know, mm-hmm. and you like, "Oh no, nah, I'm good on you." Okay, cool. I'm good with me. Right. But I think a lot of women aren't good with themselves. Yeah. And so we look for that validation, and we look for that um, confirmation mm-hmm. from. Other people. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. Birds of a feather, do they flock together? Um, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> when they flock in. <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. I think some of that, too, can come back to history. If we've been friends for a long time and I've always considered you my people, I might not do what you do mm. now. People might think because we friends, right? We do that. I do. Okay, but I might not. But it's just based off of we've been rocking forever. We've been rocking since five. So 
you know, we've right. both grown, we've both experienced things, we've gone different directions or whatever, but I'm still going to be your friend. So that don't mean that I do the same thing. Right. Now, on the other hand, sometimes, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to hang with somebody and y'all don't do the same thing. Right, right, yeah. Like, if, if, if you don't drink and I drink all the time, Eventually, one of us is gonna feel some kind of way. I'm like, I don't want to go with her. She don't never want to drink. She always stealing my fun. Always, you know. I'm just go to church with her. <laughs> you know, just, just you know, always taking me out. I just, I can't, you know, I can't ever. And then, you know, the friend that don't drink, like, I don't never want to go because she always drunk. She's sloppy and she, yeah. you know, and she act a fool when she start drinking. You know, so sometimes when you don't do the same thing, sometimes it can be hard because find yourself not having things in common right right or like you know but I do think people are allowed to grow Mm -hmm. and in that then with the friendship the boundaries the respect for one another then okay she don't drink I ain't gonna drink around her when we go out we do we do we gonna vibe whatever but I ain't gonna drink like that right because I know you know she don't drink and I know I get crazy when I drink, you know, right, right. whatever, you know. To be honest. Just to be respectful, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Okay. So, of course, over the years, we have met other friends. Yes. A lot of our friends are, are we have mutual friends, but we've had other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you feel about <laughs> the group of other friends? How do you incorporate the other friends in the, the in friendship. The so I think um, I learned too. Okay. Okay. I can have as many friends as I want. You can have as many friends as you want. I don't feel any kind of way about anybody, any friends that you have outside of me. Because I feel like my friendship with you is solid. Right, absolutely. Where we are. Absolutely. I know my friends over here, they attitudes, how they function, what they do. So I already know, knowing you, if you're going to fit in over here. You know what I mean? Not not like you got to fit in, but like right. I already so. know these attitudes, these, you know, whatever is over here. And I already know how you are. So I'm like, yeah, no, that ain't a good no, not no, I'm like just, that. I'm just like, but just like you know, like you know, that's not a good match, right? right absolutely. You know what I mean. So, I think what has to happen though in those situations is that now, if I'm celebrating you, and it's friends on the other side that I don't really deal with, but I can be grown up enough mm-hmm. to come together to, come together to celebrate you because at that moment it's about you, it's not about me, and it's not about them, it's about you. But yeah, you have to tread lightly when you mixing friends. Yes, yeah. like yeah, cause you think cause y'all good, everybody good. Oh, and that's my girl. Like we can, right? No, that's, yeah, that's not yeah, <laughs> that's not always a thing. <laughs> For me, I am a very uh, first of all, your friends are your friends. Like you said, I, I think we do that well, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I think us coming together. There were people that felt like I stole you away from them. I th- I think 
there were people in our friend circle that as you got other friends, they felt like, oh, they're stealing Kayla away from us, you know, things yeah. like that. I'm not that, but I am possessive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I- very territorial about my friend. And I think that comes from, not that you can't have any friends, but I want those friends to be good to you. Right. And when I don't see friends that are good to you, I have a problem. Right. But as long as you tell me y'all good, you be good. <laughs> right. And that's and that's not just with you. That's that's with my other friends. I just right. want y'all to have friends that's going to be good to you. And when I see friends take advantage, and when I see right. friends, um, you know, play in your face, yeah. and I see friends, then, then I have an issue yeah. with that. Um, but I, I can definitely respect friendships. But I, I got to be honest. I'm very territorial. That's my friend. Yeah. And you better be good to her. And I think I'm that way, too, in that aspect. Yeah. You know, like, not, I don't want to say that. Like, I don't want to be, no, like, I have yeah. friends, I have friends that I'm territorial over. Okay. Then okay. I have friends that we cool. Okay. But my response is not going to be the same. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want them to feel like, oh, I thought we was friends. Right, <laughs> right. Know? No, I get it. So, you know, but no, I'm territorial too. Like, I don't. Yeah, I'm fine with you playing in the sandbox with other folk when they start throwing sand. And I'm even, I'm even like that with even like friends that we know as friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because we all, like, let's be real. People always talk about gossiping and this, that, and whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, if me and you are best friends, mm-hmm. okay, and we've got other friends. When my other friend get on my nerves, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, yo, she getting on my nerves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think people take that and be like, oh, they was talking about you. And No, I think we all have a time when we vent, a right. time when we right. talk about or discuss what's going on with us. Right. And I don't take that as you talking about the person. Right. You right. know what I mean? Especially because we all have a relationship. Right. It would be one thing if you come. Well, I mean, even still, you still have the right to vent and talk to me, even if I don't know the person. Right. Just to be able to vent and Get say it what out. it is that yeah. you need to say. Yeah. So I don't take it like that. But, you know, some people be like, oh, she was talking about you. Nah, it wasn't even like that. It's you was, like You was on my nerve that yeah. day, and I said you was on yeah. my nerve. I told you you was on my nerve. <laughs> I mean, right. and that's it. No, I but get it. I feel like you have the space to be able to share with your friend and talk to the people close to you to share about whatever is going on. And that's the part where we were talking about with the friendship that comes in to say, hey, um, I realized that she was just venting or she was just talking. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to be like, if I see you with her tomorrow, I'm going to be like, you was just talking about her yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, I know you was upset yesterday. And I think in the friendship, we we talked about accountability. You know, you can say, Tiff, you tripping. That ain't her. You you tripping. You was mean today. You PMSing. That that wasn't even on her. I I think it's a time where we can check or you can say, all right, or you can add wisdom to the situation. Right. You know what I mean? And so I don't think things that's always flushed out or vented is, is gossip. Now, if I'm like, girl, right. let me tell you, that's gossip, <laughs> yeah. right? That's that's so, but we ain't going there. Yeah. But, yeah. Kayla, you on the show, girl. I know. I know. I know. We could talk all night. Like, we could I'm talk excited. all night. What would you say to the woman who doesn't have friends? Back to the point that we were talking about, how do you show up? 
um, you got to put yourself out there. And I know it's not easy. I know it's, you know, fearful. And we always want to be like, we don't want to be hurt. And I get that. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen. It you is. can't avoid being hurt. You can't avoid putting yourself out there and, you know, everything going your way. Something is going to happen. And also, you said something, too, a long time ago. If everything is good and everything is perfect and we don't have any issues, yeah, I can be like, that's my best friend. We this, we that. The truth of the matter really comes down to when it gets rough. When it gets rough. Can we still be friends? Can we work through whatever it is? Can I be mad at you? Can you be mad at me? And can we come together and work through that and then still move on? Absolutely. Um, so I think for the woman who says she doesn't have friends, how are you showing up? What are you doing? What are you putting in to, to be friendly? Are you, like, meeting people? Are you consistent with what you do? Or do you check in on them? Do you, you know, put yourself out there to show that, hey, I'm not here to hurt or harm or take from you, mm -hmm. but that's going to happen. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I, I think for me, um, when we came together, we were both at a place where we were working on us. Yes. Right? Like you said, you learned to, to be okay with you, and I was learning to be okay with me. I think you have to work on you. Absolutely. And then the other stuff comes. Right. I think you have to be open um, and, and yes, what I wholeheartedly believe is relationship begins with conflict. And so all the yesing and all the, and, and I'm a formal people pleaser. So it was all about being likes, being the mm -hmm. best this, best that. So it wasn't until there was conflict. Mm -hmm. And conflict is not a bad, bad thing. It was two differences of opinions. How are we going to pick up the ball and work, like you said, work through that? And so I think... Um, as in any relationship, it takes work, and you got to be willing to do the work, but you got to be open. Right. And so on this side of, of life at 42, I'd rather experience friendship mm -hmm. wholehearted. And if that's with one or two people, then I, I want to experience that. Mm -hmm. I want to experience. And everything has an expiration date for whatever reason. But I think that I, I would be more, I am more fulfilled and a better person because I have experienced that type of friendship, mm -hmm. that level of vulnerability, that level of acceptance, that level of accountability, um, you know, because it can get lonely. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I had to put all the guards down to ex fully experience what this friendship is. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being my friend. <laughs> no, thank you for friendship. Real talk. No, like, real for talk. real, thank you for friendship. Like, you've taught me so much. Um, and for me, being older... Sometimes I find myself, like, I don't know how to say this. Like, I'm grateful for being able to learn and gain from you and not feeling like I have to be the one to teach or, you know. And so the funny thing is, like, right now, I, I, don't, I don't have any friends <laughs> my age. <laughs> You're not that much older, okay? But I but mean, I but you. enough to be like, I got you. I don't, 
Like, I, I don't have friends my age. Like, I mean, I have people that, of course, we've been, like I said, in those situations where we were really, really tight at one point. We don't really talk now. Right. You know, we can pick up and be cool, but just life, we're just in different places. Yeah. Um, so... But I just feel like, you know, with all my friends now, like, close to me that I'm around, they're like, oh, gosh, I'm the old lady. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> I'm the old Hush. lady of the group. But I love it, and I appreciate you. Um, you. I appreciate you allowing me to be me. Always. Um, so just to clear the air, <laughs> when I was breaking up with you, it mm. wasn't. That mm. I was breaking up with you, I felt like... Let me make sure that people heard. Yes. I felt like what I was dealing with and the issues that I was having and where I was, you being who you are, I didn't want to put that on you. So I felt like my breaking up with you was to save you or to protect you from having to deal with my crazy. So I appreciate the fact that you told me no. <laughs> you ain't breaking up with me. <laughs> that that's not how that's going. Um, and that you were just like, you know, listen, this is what it is. So I appreciate that. Um, and you've been, I mean, since, the, since we left and went to New Orleans, <laughs> it's just been. That's what it's been. Only like, so yeah. I appreciate you for yeah, that. I know. Dying out this. Right. That's it. <laughs> but no, and at that time, I didn't understand um, why. Because I'm used to friendships ending because something happened. And because right. nothing happened, it was like, what? You know, and I was toe up, y'all. I was, I mean, it was a breakup, <laughs> okay? She told me she ain't with my friend no more. You know, it was like, what? I called my pastor. I'm like, what? You know, crying. And then, you know, I slept on it. And I was like, okay, she don't want to be my friend. <laughs> um but no, but for me, again, what's worth fighting for? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it was, for me, it was worth a conversation because she broke up with me via text. <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, and, and that's who I am in relationships. No, we're going to have a conversation, right? It's, it's yeah. going to be a meeting of the minds um, because I'm going to fight for this as long as we're willing to fight together. But if we're not willing to fight together, then okay. Um, and so when we got together and we talked about it, oh, girl, we good, right? And so, again, I think there, there is room for misunderstanding, miscommunication right. every day because we're not the same people. Friends right. are not the same people. But we got to be able to come together and talk about it. Talk about the hard stuff. Absolutely. Talk about the emotional stuff, right? Talk about the stuff. You made me mad. You hurt my feelings. I expected this. You disappointed me. So that we can continue um, the friendship. But, Yeah. Yeah, great episode, Kayla. Absolutely. This is awesome. I want to come back tomorrow. Yes, come on. <laughs> come every day. You could be our guest. What's today? Wednesday? What's today? When, yeah, you could be our guest every Wednesday. Absolutely. Production, do you have anything for us before we close out? <laughs> Production like friends. <laughs> How many of us? No, guys, thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of the Unangry Black Woman Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion. If you found it informative and inspiring, let us know. Go ahead and um, subscribe, rate us, leave us comment, com comment, comments, 
or reviews on your favorite podcast platform. Again, your feedback helps us grow and improve. Remember, the conversation doesn't have to end here. Connect with us on social media, Tiffany Fox Inc. on Facebook, on Instagram, and LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. Join us every Wednesday at noon for a new episode. Until then, take care and remember healing happens in community. Before we go, would you like to tell the people what you got going on? Um, or how they can follow you and find you and all the <laughs> wonderful things you got going on? So, um, Facebook, I am Kayla Slade. On Instagram, I am b.simplybeautiful and um, unicorn chick. So you can check in with me, follow along with me. Um, now, listen, um, I'm getting better with posting on the regular. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. But I'm there, so come by, check me out. Absolutely, and we'll make sure to tag her um, once this episode airs um, so you can follow her from there. But again, thank you for being a part of our podcast community. Until next time, be great. <laughs>